right, y'all. We are back once again. We back, back, back. What it do? What it do? All right. Part three. Since we spent all of part two talking about sports, we're going to catch up on some things with part three. Where have you been? This is the Newsome Edition podcast. Yes, you're listening to the two Mike man and wife. And, uh, yeah, we got some more stuff to talk about. Jay, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling fine. Hey. Someone's got to stop listening to City Girls, bro. I, you know what? Let me be ratchet with City Girls. Let me fly with Lizzo. And let me be good with the Lord's songs, too. You know? I'm all three. Versatile. Um, mm, okay. All right, Lady Versatile. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, stuff we're going to talk about. And yes, I'm, and since we spent last since we spent the last episode talking about sports, not gonna not gonna discuss sports this time. But I am going to discuss the Lion King. One of our child one of the greatest movies of any ninety of any nineties kid that grew up in like top tier top tier level of all Disney animated movies. Everyone else can say otherwise, but Lion King is top tier. And you know, Lion King was one of the movies that 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 has been getting that just got the live action treatment, with um, a lot of big names added on added on to the added on to the bill, such as uh, Donald Glover playing Simba, Beyonce playing Nala, uh, Alfred Woodard playing uh, playing Sarabi. Uh, Eric Andre, King and Michael Key, a lot of folks playing the hyenas, uh, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen playing playing Timon and Pumbaa, and you know we couldn't have the Lion King without the legendary James Earl Jones. Yes. Coming back as Mufasa. Yes. We we couldn't pass that up. Uh, we've been getting a lot, but uh, since the Lion King has been out, we've been hearing a lot of mixed reviews. Like some people like it, you know, because you know it 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 brings back that nostalgic feeling. Some people don't like it because it doesn't bring you back that nostalgic feeling. Uh, me and Jay have not gone and seen it yet, but we've been we've just been that's because we've been trying to figure out like with all the reviews we've been it's been coming in mixed. And uh, Jay, Jay, what are your expectations? What were your expectations for the movie? I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and it might bring out the beehive. I really don't care. Um, I mean it. I'm I'm grabbing me a pillow. I <laughs> I honestly now don't get me wrong. She's a good performer, but I honestly do not believe she's a good actress. I really don't. I really think that that part could have went to Kelly, or that there could have been multiple people that could have gotten that role. But I know that a lot of people did it because they thought it would bring more people in or whatever. With, oh, it's like, ooh, Beyonce like this. But at the same time, they people had to realize this is a 90s movie. Like, every 90s kid that even before they put out the cast was, he was on me, he was like, ooh, Lion King. Bet, I'm watching the opening night. So you already had the numbers of people that's going to go watch the movie. Y'all could have at least done a cast that would have lived up to the hype and yeah i know it's a remake and it wasn't gonna be like the original i wasn't expecting it to be 
But from the reviews that I've heard, I don't even really know if I even want to go watch it. Not gonna lie, I kind of, I kind of expected it, mainly because, like I said, like I mentioned, Lion King is top tier, right? And that's one of the movies that if you're going to do it, you have to do it right. There is a, there is a whole list of twenty-five to thirty-five year olds that love this movie. You cannot play around with this movie. And it's just like the different reviews that I've seen or the different comments, and I'm just like, what's going on? You know, I mean, I understand that everything can't be like it was, and the 90s were the best decade. Like, I feel like they were the best era, period, for movies, for music, for books, for writing, for anything. Like, I feel like that was the best, that was the decade for that those particular things and i know with this being 2019 that there's no way that the lion king will still have the same thing but don't take away the lessons and the just the essence of what the movie is because you want to make money off of it because it's a 90s movie people are going to watch it and you would have made your money 10 times for regardless you know whether or not whoever was in it so it's just and then a lot of the like, I remember watching um, what is his name? Yeah, I can't even think of his name right now. What character? He played um, Pumbaa, I think. Uh, Seth Rowan. Yeah, I remember him saying like it was some interview I was watching, and he was saying how he actually never met Beyonce during the whole filming of the the movie, and I'm like. And then with the whole photo shoot saying that she was photoshopped, like she wasn't even there for the photo shoot. I'm like, there's no way you feel like you're above everything that you can't be in the same room. And I feel like with a lot of the things and they're not being like, I know a lot of live action movies, like a lot of movies like that, that people aren't in the same room at the same time. But I feel for a movie of that caliber, of that value, that you could honestly made an effort like I really think that the movie itself would have turned out better if everybody was in the room so people can vibe off everybody's energy because that's what makes a really a live action movie really good when people are vibing off each other and I may still go see it or I may find other means to see it but I honestly I have no high expectations for this movie whatsoever now with that, um, so with so with the Lion King being among the among the latest of Disney's live action movie streak, in which I think Disney is just running out of ideas, so they're like, you know what, we going we gonna repackage all of these. But with that being said, babe, I honestly think a lot of people are running out of ideas because you know they have done a lot of remakes of a lot of different movies. I'm waiting on. I'm still waiting on the Jetsons remake. I'm waiting on that. They ain't. You know, they haven't made a Jetsons. You made the Flintstones. You did Yogi Bear, but you ain't made the Jetsons. There are two movies that I would really like to see. Um, a Proud Family movie. Love would definitely and, love to see that. Um, I would love to see. Um, what is it? The witches and all that. Hocus Pocus, but. 
I would love to see Hocus Pocus with an all-black cast. That would be pretty dope. I think that would be I'm still waiting on Black Hearts. Black Hearts would probably be dope, too, because, you know, it, it wouldn't take the minutes <laughs> movies for everything to come to an end, period. True. But I think that that would be really good, too. So don't even have Idris Elba in there because Idris Elba already, is already English, so he doesn't have to change his accent. Bam, I know, and he is a great actor as well. Another a movie that I definitely want to see that I, I believe was was slept on a lot was a uh, was Aladdin because because a lot of folks didn't really dig Will Smith as, as the genie, but when you watch the previews and you're like, huh, he actually did a pretty good job. Like Will Smith, like don't get me wrong, Will Smith is one of the greatest actors ever. He is a great actor. But you you just didn't really see him playing playing the genie that you know because that that role was was very coveted by by Robin Williams. Robin Williams set the bar high for all his characters. Right, he really did because yeah. he was the, his level of talent and raw emotion and his just ability to captivate an audience no matter what role he plays. I honestly feel was very unappreciated until after he passed because a lot of people said oh he did like he was good at what he did like he didn't need a lot of buzz or a lot of anything right all right now what what other movies do you think should should be able to get live action because if we're talking about the proud family who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna play penny proud or more importantly, who's gonna play the Gross Sisters? You know, cause that's who I need. Cause I I need someone. Oh 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 oh! I got the perfect one to play play the smaller one. Who? Uh, Marside Martin, the the little girl that plays Diane from um, that plays Diane from Blackish. She can be Gina. Just hold her hand out. Just all she gotta do the entire movie, hold your hand out. <laughs> That's all you gotta do in the entire movie, and I will be here for that. I wonder how good Lizzo would be in that proud family movie. What do you think? She could play. She could play uh, Olay. You know the big one. She could, and her, I just love her energy. Like speaking of Lizzo, she actually has a movie coming out. Um, September thirteenth, I think it is. Yes, yes. Uh, she the Hustlers. Was, she will be in Hustlers alongside Cardi B, Jennifer Nick Lopez, Kiki Palmer. You sure that, that Jennifer Lopez is 50? And yeah. I'm still here for it. Yeah. And um, I'm really interested in seeing how... I mean, for those who don't know what Hustlers is, it's basically a movie about these um, former strip club strippers who band together to basically turn the the tables on all the people who like the big wealthy people like the people on wall street and everything so basically them making a side hustle to their daily lives so i want to see how that turns out especially with lizzo lizzo my girl like i love her energy oh it's got constance Wu in there too yes it does has does have constance Wu. i'm definitely here for that i am too like i think it's gonna be really good another lot Another live action movie I want to see. I want to see a Steven Universe live action. You know what? You can have that. I honestly watched that. I, I love Steven Universe. Actually, so I can't even speak on that one. Like I, I like 
that show is that show was literally ahead of its time, kind of like Ren and Stimpy and what's that other show? I know Ren, I know Ren and Stimpy was ahead of its time because it because that show had more adult themes in it than you than you really than you could really let on. Right. Like you didn't really pick up on this until you were an adult. Yeah. Same thing with Rocco's Modern Life. You didn't pick up on all the adult I, things in Rocco's until you were adult. And I also think um, Aubrey Mustard's was ahead of his time too, because a lot of pre- a lot of people didn't appreciate it. Me personally, I love Aubrey Mustard's. I don't know why, but it was something about that show that I was like, ooh, singing the things and everything. But um, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, I, I would love. I never watched that. You never watched Billy and that show was. I would love to see a live action version no, of that. I never watched it. I feel like you're judging me because I never watched that. That's because that that was a top tier show. I will take your word for it. I promise I will. Like that that was that was among there among Cartoon Network shows. That was among there with Dash's Laboratory and Ed Ed and Ed and Powerpuff Girls. You cannot make a live action Powerpuff Girls. It's not going to no, work. No, Powerpuff honestly, Girls don't have fingers. <laughs> it's not going to work. You're funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, but once again, I'm still waiting on the Jetsons. You ain't. You've done the Flintstones, Scooby Doo, which Scooby Doo was pretty decent. I will admit that both of them. Uh, Yogi Bear, but you ain't. You even done. Uh, you even done Looney Tunes twice. Right. And you no. Know, and the Muppets have been done numerous times. So you tell me you ain't got no time to do the Jetsons. We ain't you know got time what? to have flying cars. Real quick, because something else just popped in my head. So how do you feel about this new Dora movie <laughs> that's coming out in a couple of uh, days, actually? <laughs> I mean, I actually never really watched Dora to explore like that growing up. So uh, I'm still trying to figure out who approved this. You know, which one of the people at Nickelodeon like, approved? This? And it's not even like a a little kid Dora. It's like this. I think she's like a teenager, right in college she's or something. Sixteen. And I'm just like her parents. Her, her parents. So it, the Dora movie is is opposite of the show because, as you know, Dora is the Dora is a five year old walking around in the jungle with a monkey. Somehow, I, and I know in my in my wife's mind, like the the social worker in her is is going off like, <laughs> like where is these babies' parents? You know, and and I promise every like he's not even told. So ever since um, I've always done it, but even more now that I've actually have been more into it since I started. You know the program since I've been finished with the program. It's like every time I see them, I'm just like I have to tell them like, okay, Jamie, you can't social work everything. But that is a big thing. Like, why this? Why? Just why? But yeah, back onto the movie. Um, basically, basically the movie is is more of Dora's Dora's transitioning from being in the jungle to being in being in suburban being in suburban life. Like while her parents are away on an adventure, she's in high school, transitioning, trying to get used to it with her cousin Diego. And everyone looks at her weird because you know she's she's so used to being in the jungle she doesn't know how to assimilate with other with other children. So they take so she takes her and her friends to on a journey to find her parents as well as find a lost temple of gold. And also Boots doesn't talk. And you know, I am sad 
behind that. You There's know, back, like, n- nothing talks. Not even the map. See, you gotta have the map song in there. You gotta have, you gotta have backpack in there talking. I mean, but you know, if you talk about stuff that you're talking, but you know, even in the new Milan movie that's coming out, Mushu's not in it. The songs aren't in it. That, that one I can understand why. I, I understand that they wanted to do it most closer to the actual thing itself. The um. They want to try to keep it as cultural as they can without and offending sh- anyone. And I understand that. But at the same time, we ain't, ain't worried about all that. We want to sit here and see Mushu. We want to sit here and hear him talk about be a man. We want all that. Like, when it first came out, before they did the trailer, it was like, Mulan. I'm like, bruh, I'm in there like swimwear. And then I saw the trailer, I'm just like, this ain't Mulan. Not the Mulan I know. And I'm all for giving movies their fair due and making things, you know, culturally appropriate or whatever. But that's not what I was, like, hoping for. <laughs> Which sounds really bad, but shoot, I was like, I was ready to be wowed by a live action Mulan. I just hope they just put the song like I just hope they put the songs on the soundtrack. That's it. Like like a like in the soundtrack accompanying it. Like I believe I believe that that would that would honestly you know help with marketing as well as you know keep like help folk like keep them from keep them being culturally sensitive as well as as well as uh, marketing to the '90s kids who grew up on on this movie. And I honestly feel that it's really bad that we as a society have gotten to the point where we can't make a movie or we can't make music or anything like that without having to be running. Like, to me, music and movies and writings are about personal expression. And unless it's like something that's really just offset racist, I understand that. But if you feel like you, you have certain words you can't say because you feel... It'll offend a group of people. Like, it's crazy that as a society today that we have to sit here and like, huh, okay, I want to write this script. I want to do this movie. But first, let me sit here and take out everything that I think might be culturally offensive or whatever or triggering to somebody. And then by the time you do all that, the movie itself is nowhere near as good as it could have been because we're more concerned about being politically correct than just understanding if it's a comedy or if it's like a fictional movie we don't have to sit here and bring be politically correct everything because laughter is good for the soul like that's something that you can just laugh at and there are some things that you should know hey we shouldn't write about this so it's just all like everything and like is so censored now and it's crazy me personally i don't like being censored i've never had and i never will be because if i feel like it's something that needs to be said i will say it but i also know how to say things in a way where it won't be offensive to people that's fair. that's my little rant i've been having rants sometimes y'all my bad 
All right. And speaking of movies, Marvel has entered into phase four. After the conclusion of after the conclusion of the Infinity Saga, which pretty much is like ten years worth of movies, and we still in ain't gonna lie, we we gonna we gonna we gonna play Crossroads one time uh, for the homie Tony Stark. Yeah, they had to take the man Tony, bro. They, they did. I love you, three thousand. That still hurts. It still hurts. It even hurt watch even her watching the Spider Man Far From Home. In which yeah. in which I'm not gonna lie, Jake Gyllenhaal I don't care what anyone says, Jake Gyllenhaal can act. A lot of folks don't like him, but he can act. But he can. I actually like He played his a very role. good Mysterio. Now I'm trying to now I just wanna figure out what's gonna be who's gonna be the next villain in the next uh Spider Man movie. Cause they did Vulture. Then did Mysterio. Like, is Rhino next? Craven. Uh, That's a good point. Um, Spider-Man got a host of villains. They already did a bunch of them in the first two franchises. So, you got you got to come with something big for this one. Uh, let's see. So, as I mentioned, Marvel has started phase four of their of their movie plan. Phase four includes includes Black Widow finally getting her own movie. So we get to see Scarlett Johansson by herself. That's gonna be interesting to see. So like leading to what led her to join in join in Shield. Uh Eternals, which is real good. And they got a they got a host of people for internals, and I'm I'm ready for that one. Uh, Doctor Strange is getting another is getting another one, and that's going to be the that's going to be one of few R-rated Marvel movies. Cause it's going to be interesting to see how that. Like I'm really I'm really here for these Marvel movies. Uh, Shang Chi. What is that? I have no idea. But I don't want to go That's, see it. I ain't never heard of that one. And uh, the fourth in, fourth installation for Thor, which which he will pass the mantle, which Chris Hemsworth will pass the mantle of Thor onto uh, Natalie Portman, who plays Jane, who has played Jane Foster in the first two movies, and because you know uh, Thor is now Thor is now a female. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of fan, a lot of comic book fans didn't really love that one, and a lot of folks from the movies that went and watched the Thor movies hate Jane Foster. But I'm here for it just so I can see how this is gonna play out. Yeah, me too. I'm really, I'm really ready to see the different dynamic that she will bring to the title of Thor. Right. And don't and don't worry, Black Panther two will be on the way, but we I'm have so to get ready for it. We have to get that set in stone. Like we I'm have so every, ready for all the stuff movie. has to be set in stone before Black Panther two comes out. Because I promise out. you, I sit here and rewatch Black Panther over and over again is ridiculous. I actually was watching it the other night before. Right now, also part also part of Marvel Phase Four, which will which will include TV series best. Based off of some of your favorite, based off of some of your favorite characters from the from the Infinity Saga, the first three phases, which will include Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now these shows are going to be on on the new Di- on the new Disney uh, streaming app, Disney Plus. Everyone's getting the streaming app. I feel like I need to do this just so I can watch these shows. I think 
That's literally the only reason. That's probably the only reason why I deal with Amazon Prime. And plus, I want to watch The Sentence 3. I ain't had a chance to watch it. It came out the other day. So, uh, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, as you know, uh, Falcon is taking, has taken the mantle of Captain America. If you've seen the, if you watch um, Avengers uh, Endgame. Another show, another another character is getting made for their show, WandaVision, starring Wanda as Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision. Re- hopefully returning back from the dead. <laughs> That's going to be weird. I'm here for it though. Uh, another show will be Marvels. Will be a top Marvel character, as you know. The the, the guy the mischief Loki is getting his own Disney Plus show. Uh, the Watcher from the Watcher from um, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting his own show as What If. And. And the guy who was totally an entire, who was totally an entire badass in Avengers Endgame. Yes, we are talking about talking about Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner will reprise will reprise his character as Hawkeye. Nice. And you know, I, I, I promise, Hawkeye does get doesn't get a lot doesn't get a lot of appreciation. He doesn't, but I feel with him having his own little show, I think that that appreciation will change. Because, because now he gets a chance to actually be the, like the star of the show instead of being like a sidekick or an added component to a um, series. Right. Now with these shows coming out, these shows are, are slated to these shows and movies are slated to be released between twenty between the years twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. Okay. Like as like as uh, they continue to develop everything. But with these shows coming out, what does that say for Marvel's Netflix shows? I hope it doesn't say anything, honestly. I hope it's still... Because um, you, you know Luke, Luke Cage got canceled, and I need to see what's going to happen. Right. I was looking forward to seeing like how things are going to um, turn around, and then whoosh. They canceled that, and they canceled several... Uh, we we expected Iron Fist to get canceled. I mean, I Iron Fist was alright, but it wasn't. I expected wasn't, that to get canceled. Yeah, it wasn't worthy of another season. It was okay though. Like they made they made up for a lot in the second season, but it it, it was it was it was kind of tough for that one. Uh, Daredevil was good, and Jessica Daredevil got three. Jessica Jones got four straight seasons. Right, and, you know, and, and you know they did the Defenders crossover, which which turned out very well. Is just what is that? Are they going? Are they going to sweep all these shows under the rug? Is that is that what we're going to do with them now? I don't know. And you know that's going to hurt me because I, I really because one I really need to. It's hard to find you. The only black superheroes that that we had on the live screen outside the outside of Black Panther actually watched Luke Cage. Right. right. As well as they show, as well as it, it was, it was kind of the same mind as, um, same mind as uh, a lot of seven shows, including the music. So the music played a part, the background characters, and as well as as well as we gave uh, Mahershala Ali, in which he gets all the dope roles. Right. And what else are we gonna do without Cotton Mouth Laugh? I expect him to do Cotton Mouth Laugh every time now. Oh, yeah. and speaking of Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, uh, also coming in Phase Four of Marvel, Mahershala Ali will take on the mantle as Blade, 
as Blade gets a reboot, and a lot of folks. Oh, I did see him doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for it. You know, remember we just watched Blade. Well, the end of it because we didn't know it was on Blade Two. And um, Blade and Blade, One and Two were really good movies. So I he has like a lot living up to the, especially with him being Blade. But I honestly think he's gonna like. Kill that role. Let's, 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 like I really think it's gonna be really good. Let's let's bad check on Mahersha Ali's uh Ali's statue. Green Book. A good movie. Luke Cage's Cottonmouth. Definitely a good role. That was another Moonlight. I haven't watched that, but I heard he was good in that one. I haven't watched Moonlight. It's actually on Netflix. He was pretty good in that one. Okay. Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures is amazing, and we and and we just we just gonna do the also former college basketball player. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He played for uh, St. Mary's College and took took him to a championship game. Okay. So, like before he got into act, before he got into acting, like this dude got stats on stats on stats on stats lined up. He's he been racking all the awards. Yeah. Alita Battle Angel. He was in that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, go. I'm Mahersha Ali got all the got all. Oh yeah, he also played. He also played. Uh, cause remember when we watched the Spider Man into into the Spider Verse? Yeah. He also played uh, his uncle. Like his. He uncle. played the, the uncle, didn't he? Yeah. I thought that was his voice. That's what's up, and that was really good. Cause that, oh, that movie threw me all the way off. Bro, we will not disrespect Mahersha Ali and his stats. He, I'm here for him playing Blade. Everything that he's doing, I definitely feel that he's finally deserving. Like, he's been deserving of it, but I feel that a lot of directors and casting directors are seeing his talent and actually giving him the chance to play different roles. Because I love when an actor gets to play multiple roles. Because once you play a certain role for a certain period of time, it's like that's all people expect you to play. And with him, he's played different roles, different characters, different stereotypes, and he's been successful at every last one of them. So I'm down for Blade, you know. I'm down for his new take on it because I'm not expecting it to be like the original because... Wizards and and they're two different people. They're two great actors, but they're two their acting styles are different. And I'm down for the new twist he's gonna put on it. As well as as well as even uh, Wesley Snipes was Wesley Snipes was glad to pass the mantle of Blade to Mahershala Ali. And that says a lot. That says a lot because a lot of actors once they play a role, they was like, yeah, that's my role. They're not too excited to see it get recast or to a different person but if you that just speaks a lot about his character and his ability as an actor to for people to be like glad to hand their character over to him because i never saw anybody else playing blade like it was like oh blade one two that's all y'all doing all right cool bet we can live with that but now they're doing this oh yeah i'm here for it yeah we did like we we did the same thing with uh with the whiz as well yeah now Speaking of the Wiz, if they were to do a reboot of the Wiz, who would you think they 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 would? Uh, Honestly, they would 
Cause it, that's iconic. Like we talking about. I a lot honestly of iconic don't people. even want to put that in the atmosphere because I really don't want them to redo that. Right. But speaking of movies, um, especially with everybody knowing that I've almost I've um did social work or whatever, and I have my degree in social work, um, and one of my classes we had to read this book called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. And it is an amazing book, and I went and I've I've seen this man speak in person and everything. And they're actually they did a movie off of the book. Nice. And I'm here for it, and it comes out on Christmas, which of course I'm going to go watch it. Um, it has Jamie Foxx is in it, Michael B. Jordan is in it, um, O'Shea Jackson is in it. I'm down for it. Now I have to go watch. That's a lot of black. That's a lot of black power on that one. I'm down for it because for those who know Just Mercy is Brian Stevenson is a um a lawyer. He works for people who have been um sentenced to jail for things that they haven't done. So Just Mercy was based about some of his earlier um cases when he first started out as with um with the justice i can't remember what the name of the um organization is but he wanted to make sure people who got their real justice because you know during the time when a lot of people were getting locked up they did it's like they didn't go to trial especially people who locked up back in the 70s they like they really weren't trying to find it's like oh we're just gonna put him on the so we can go ahead and go and like yeah case solved so he worked with a lot of cases and in the book there are a lot of cases that were just downright sad and um knowing that these people were innocent and it's amazing how he um told like the story of how people knew that the people were innocent but because they were paid or either because they were just like a lot of racist people and like a lot of people who were sentenced to these cases or to these lifetime sentences or death row sentences were people who were poor, who couldn't afford a lawyer. And I'm very um, glad that he was able to make this into a movie because a lot of people haven't read the book and a lot of people aren't going to read it, but I really do recommend it as a book to read. Cause I've actually I'm finna reread it because it was really good, but um, I'm excited for that, and I love the fact that even to this day he's still, you know, all for justice and all for innocence, and I I really think because people there are a lot of people who are sitting in jail right now who have been there for years and are either innocent or never even had their jury their 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 trial. And I think that it's great that um, we have people in the world like Brian Stevenson and others who are all about doing these cases. And most of these cases that he did were for like were for free because people couldn't afford to pay him anyway. So that says a lot about a person's character when you're doing 40, 45 hours a week of going through old case files and going talking to old witnesses and talking to families and talking to the these victims and allowing them to let their voices be heard and getting them new trials and a lot of the cases getting them out of jail. So I'm really excited to see how Michael B. Jordan and J.B. Fox and O'Shea Brown and all of those people, um, Jackson, 
and all those people put bring this movie to life so that's the one movie besides um Ch- it chapter two <laughs> that's one of the movies i'm looking forward to this year i want to see out. harriet what is that so they're making a harriet Tucker movie oh yeah that is a, i did I did see that, and I think that's going to be interesting, too. Like, I like that they're bringing a lot of um, black movies to life because a lot of people who aren't into history or a lot of people who went to public schools like I did and never looked at stuff outside of just what we're taught, except for me, like, you know, I'm not a history buff, but I do like researching things, and I think that... It's a good thing for them bringing out different movies like that because it you actually get to see history and that's not whitewashed. And my only fear of this movie is if they try to make it whitewashed, I'm gonna be upset. But from the trailer, it doesn't look like it's going to be, so I'm really excited for it. Like that's definitely those two are definitely something I'm going to see opening night. So I'm excited to for those. But my biggest fear with Harriet is that I feel like they're gonna like it's gonna it's gonna fall away of birth of a nation. Yeah, and a lot of people and that's another thing. We as black people we have to realize that it's movies are amazing and it's okay every once in a while to go watch a movie about your like black history because if we don't know it, how can we pass it on to the next generation growing up if we don't if we don't talk about it or if we don't there was absolutely nothing about black history that was just downright oh yeah that good old boy type thing everything black history wise has been something that is hurtful or demeaning or um just downright sad and if we don't talk about it, if we just sit there and allow our children to just be, to just know what's in these history books that was made back in the 40s and 50s that a lot of public schools are still using because they can't afford to have new books or even they're not even trying to update them on actual history. And there are a lot of public schools that don't even have books. So the only thing they know is what their teacher is telling them. And if these teachers aren't educated upon it, how can they educate our children? And if we aren't educated ourselves upon it, how can we let them know if they come to us, hey, what so-and-so did, who, who did this and who did that? If we don't know, how can we tell them? So I really feel us as black people, I'm including myself in it because there are a lot of things that I still don't know. But I always try to make, like, my biggest thing is being more self-conscious, being more aware of the things that go on around me and of my history and everything it's okay to admit that you don't know everything. It's okay to be like get excited for movies like Just Mercy and Harriet and um, Birth of a Nation and any other thing. And I don't want to hear, oh, that's slavery. That's sad. I don't want to go watch nothing about that. Like, I, No, because you have to know these things. You have to be able to, it's okay to be emotionally conscious when you go to movies. Like, just don't go to a movie because it's a Marvel movie or because it's Black Panther or anything. If you, like, I'm all about being versatile, like I was saying earlier. I'm versatile in music. I'm versatile in books. I'm versatile in, like, different writings and different teachings because I don't want to just be 
seeing things out of one side, like a one-sided thing or a half-full type thing. I want to be able to have a discussion with people about different things. And if you think I'm like, come, come talk to me, like come change my viewpoint on some things, you know? So I'm like, I'm always down to hearing a different person's aspect or learning more about things that I don't know about. Um, like I have this book now I'm reading, um, I think it's called children of the God or something, but it's, um, a mo- a book and it's basically like African, um, the Yoruba and all those different, um, things. It's a fictional book, but it still is focusing on the different, um, gods and goddesses and everything like that. And I got that from this, um, this girl that I met and I'm reading it and it's really good. So if you have things that you like recommend, like, let me know, like, let me enlighten myself. Because I don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. No, I want to talk about whatever whatever you want to talk about. Like, come talk to me. We can have a whole conversation about this. And we'll just be good. Like, you know. That is facts. So y'all, y'all got to listen to my wife, bro. I, I got to do better <laughs> listening to her. But y'all got to listen to her too, bro. Y'all got to listen. <laughs> oh, man. But Yes. Big, 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 and big. I already can't remember the name of the exact name of that book, but it's really good. To my other one, you're reading. Yeah. Uh, Children of blood. Children of blood and bone. That's what it is. Children of blood and bone. Yeah, I remember that one specifically. It's really good, and I, um, I haven't even finished. It's like fifty-three chapters, I think. It's not bad. Oh, it's not bad. Like I don't have a problem reading. Like, like I love reading. Period. So, um, when I do get back in time, that's another, like, I'm going to try to, like, my goal is to have this book finished before the end of the month. So, I'm ready, I'm ready to see. Also, also another, also on the subject of movies, uh, there are a lot of good Netflix movies. Like, I don't know what kind of deal Adam Sandler and Marlon Wayans have with Netflix, but I need them to keep them coming, cause they are, cause they are good. Like a lot of a lot of folks believe that you know that Adam Sandler has lost has lost his touch when it comes to movies. Like when you bring out top tier movies like like Billy Madison, Little Dicky, Little Nicky, excuse me, Waterboy, all that. That's that's what a lot of folks are are leaning towards. But you know with but with the new wave of movies going towards going towards streaming platforms. It's kind of, it's it's kind of tough to top that, and we even got big name acts joining uh, Netflix movies like uh, Sandra Bullock and Bo- and Bird Box, Will Smith and Bright. I never watched Bird Box. I don't want to watch it. Bro, they even got uh, Machine Gun Kelly, like the rapper, is also an actor. Like he's he's really a dope actor. He's good, and he puts out pretty decent music. I, I'm I'm not a big Machine Gun Kelly fan, but you know he prints out decent music. But other than that, like whatever, like Marlon Wayans has dropped three Netflix movies. Uh, Adam Sandler just keeps coming out with, with hits with his, and you know it's it, it it's just really dope. And you know, but that that's that's a that's basically it for for everything we caught up on. We have caught up on a lot of stuff, babe. 
I know, and I really want to because, like, I don't. I want to, like, because we say we're going to do like this. And if, as long as you want to do this, like, I'm down to do it. Like, I love talking about different things. I love, because this is what we do anyway. We talk about this stuff with each other anyway. So why not share it? True. You know, and like I said, like, we love you guys' feedback. Like, when you guys um, give feedback or give us, like, give us different things that y'all want to hear us talk about. Um, we all down for, op- uh, like, opinions and topics and suggestions and comments, questions, concerns. Like, I'm down for all of that. You know, um, if it's something that y'all want us to read or watch or and give our reviews on that, like, do that, too. And, you know, like, we, like, we read what... Everybody posts like we are on how many different sites? Uh, we're on seven different. We're on seven different sites. Our main one is Anchor. Uh, we're also available on Spotify Podcast, uh, as well as um, as well as Breaker, uh, Radio Public. Uh, we're working on getting on Apple Podcasts, so we're, we're yeah, shooting that down. And there. and we read these comments like we read comments on everything, like all the things um, that people post. So, like I say, wherever platform y'all listen to us on, um, you know, give us y'all feedback. You know, tell us what what we can do, like things we can do different, or what things y'all did work on. But we are working on um, on one of our episodes that we're coming up. We're trying to like get dates together now um, that we are gonna have guests um, on the show with us who are different people who have their own podcast so we're all working on doing that i have two people in mind that i want to do a podcast with um to like collaborate with other people and um because like i like like our biggest thing when we we all hear all these different intro songs and everything 95 percent of the songs y'all hear are from people that either one of us know personally or both of us know personally or mississippi artists and like I love the fact that that's what we chose to do as far as, like, music because there are a lot of Mississippi artists, yourself included, they are very talented, but because a lot of people don't really um, listen to Mississippi artists or, like, it's so hard for Mississippi artists to actually get their music out there for whatever reason it is. And the people who do come from Mississippi, they don't, be like, oh yeah, I'm from Mississippi. They like say, oh, I'm from Atlanta or I'm from certain. Like, no, you from Mississippi? Claim that shit. Ain't not like, yeah, it's a horrible time. But I love my state, you know. I because if I wasn't raised in the great city of Indianola and did all the things that I did, I wouldn't be the person I am today. So you know, if you from somewhere or if you um so like be proud of who like where you from or the person you are because that made you who you are. So that's some, one of the biggest reasons why we chose to highlight and give the spotlight to different artists that are from Mississippi or the for artists that people have never heard of before. Or like some of our friends music. Um to give them a chance to have their music heard from different people on different platforms. It's coming up soon. You're going to hear our very own co-host. His songs are going to be on here as, um, as highlights. You know, so we're, we want to give everybody, and if you have music that you want us to listen to, and um, and if we like it, you know, we're going to put you on as a highlight stuff. So, you know, we're all about helping other people become better because – we want to be better ourselves. 
And if we can't help one person become better or we're selfish and like, oh, we don't want to listen to them, then how are we going to grow as people? So I think that what we're doing is really great. Um, and I'm excited to see how things turn out. Yeah, every once in a while we have an artist who is mainstream now who's not from Mississippi. But that's only because that song will probably flow with what we're talking about. Even though a lot of times, y'all can see, I go on my rants. I can't help it. If I'm passionate about something, I'm going to speak on it. I can't hold my tongue. You can ask my husband that. I do this all the time. He probably gets tired of me talking sometimes. But it's okay. Come and continue to do what I do. Because <laughs> he over just sitting and be like, when is she going to stop talking? But I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm current. I'm currently just just dope checking, dope checking our stats for the next for the next episode and looking at and looking at how <laughs> time will go up. Yeah, but that's all I have to say. Like, I just wanted everybody to know the reason why we are highlighting like a lot of artists um, that people haven't heard of because we don't want like some art. Like I said, some people time we're gonna have artists that people have heard of before. Sometimes we won't. Nine times ten, we you're here so that it's for people you haven't heard of before, and. I'm just excited to be able to help people grow and get their music out there or their music or their books or whatever it is that you may do. Let us know. We'll read it. We'll listen to it. We'll watch it, whatever it is. Um, And my opinions are always brutally honest. So very. I try my best not to offend people, but people have told me that I'm very offensive don't try to be um i've just i've that's who i am like i'm honest about things i'm because i want people to be honest with me so you know that's how i am that's how i'm always gonna be yep and and as someone once told me if you don't have nothing nice to say say it anyway sometimes i need to hear it <laughs> you so silly. i've never heard that one before <laughs> if you don't have nothing nice to say say it anyway some folks need to hear brutal honesty. That's what you gotta have sometimes. <laughs> that's true, but I've never heard that saying before. But I'm gonna let you go how you feel. But yeah, yeah, that's important to have. You gotta, you gotta have someone to have brutal honesty. Anyway, y'all, with everything going on, is that we're finna go ahead. We're finna go ahead and close this thing on out. I'm gonna let uh, Josh Waters go ahead and take us out. Uh, Jay, you got any other final points you wanna say? Um, not on this one. I'm, I already got my head going for the next one, so we good right here. I'm done. All right, bet, bet, bet. And as always, you know how we're gonna end this thing. We're gonna come at you as soon. Gonna come back at you as soon as we can. Getting back on a good schedule. So y'all, guess me and you already know how I'm gonna end this. I love my life, love my wife, and hey. uh, that's all you need to know, bro. Enjoy hot girl summer. Enjoy city boy summer. Enjoy all your summer. We're going to enjoy Merry People Summer. That's how we doing it out here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good one, man. We out. Peace.